2: This is the RotoWire Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, John Halpin. Hey, everybody! It's John Halpin. Welcome to the Thursday, October 26th edition of the RotoWire Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, joining me today is Tim Heaney. We're going to start previewing Week Eight. You know, Tim, back when we started doing these in August, isn't this the week that Ezekiel Elliott was going to return?
1: <laughs> Supposedly, yeah. Uh, it was supposed to be a holiday. But uh,
2: obviously the complications there have, uh, have really arisen, so. Yeah, so Seek is going to play this week. We never know about the future. Um, if you drafted him now, all along you've been happy.
3: Mm-hmm. But if
2: the suspension, suspension comes down now, it's probably worse than it would have been the other way. I think so. Um, you,
1: you would almost, you know, you don't always want to assume, but you figure you have a good chance to make the playoffs surviving the first eight weeks without him um it's good to get yourself in position now for the playoffs either way but if you haven't been planning for the suspension to be reinstated all this time you're probably you know not going to be in the best spot when uh if and when the hammer does come down
2: all right um do we need to talk baseball i fell asleep in the ninth inning so (laughs) you watched i didn't
1: well i mean you know i think we're a little bit you know sadder talking baseball since last week but uh you know Good, good, good first two games so far, uh, rooting for the National League team for obvious reasons. So
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I understand what you're saying. But it's so funny. Everybody's getting on the Dave Roberts about the bullpen, about going to the bullpen so early. I mean, he had Kenley Jansen with a one-run lead in the ninth. You it's know. usually pretty safe. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the Astros being, being the best lineup in baseball waking up these last couple of games, you know. Yeah. Just happens. And, and listen, everybody. Rich Hill was not going eight innings. Not, 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 not. <laughs> Billy goes six. Yeah, so don't get mad. Rich Hill was mad. That was a nice little temper tantrum. That Rich mm-hmm. Hill threw when he got taken out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get back to football. Um, check us out on Twitter. Tim's at Tim underscore he. I'm at j half 37. Uh, you can tweet us at roto and get player updates at roto NFL. You can find us on Facebook where we will have a you – do, you do a Q&A Sunday at noon. Do you do one tonight too?
1: Uh, John, John McKinney does one tonight at 6.30 Eastern. You know, he, he, he contributes his stuff. And Jake Latarski does his on, on Tuesday at 5.30 next week. Right. So, yeah, love that good schedule going. I, I'm happy to be doing this with those guys.
2: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, All right. So we got six buys this week. Cardinals, Packers, Jags, Rams, Giants, Titans. We start the action Thursday night with Dolphins and Ravens. Jeremy Macklin's a maybe. Devontae Parker's a maybe. Um, So the Ravens, they're actually giving up. You know, you you look at um, Jay Ajayi with all his. Basically, you look and you say volume wise, he's he's about as safe as they get. Except for, you know, Le'Veon, who gets 40 touches a game or whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. but the Ravens are giving up on a per carry basis. They're giving up a lot of yards.
1: Yeah. uh, you know, not a perfect defense anymore. Um, I think, I think they'll keep feeding a Jai. I think they realized, you know, the mistakes I hope, um, you know, Matt Moore being quarterback almost opens things up more than Jay Cutler did. So,
2: right. Uh, I agree with you. So do you, do you buy into, after what we saw on Sunday, do you buy into the, a, a connection between Matt Moore and Kenny Stills? I think there's some
1: merit to it. I mean, they've been there for a bit, right? Was it two seasons they've been there at least? Uh, yeah, um, I, I can totally see it. Um, I do hope Devontae Parker comes back for their sake. Uh, you know, I believe he was questionable. You said, right? So, um, yeah, uh, I, I believe that's some. some I, I think Stills will, will get like five or six targets, even with Parker active. I, I don't think he's going away because they still do some three wide sets a lot of the time. So that's not really anything that limits, um, you know, Stills' Snap count, maybe, but it will complicate things in the target picture a little bit. I mean, Landry, Landry's still the safest of these three. So
2: um, so everybody, just for, for, context, for a little more detail, Ravens are giving up 145.3 rushing yards per game, um, mm-hmm. 4.4 per carry. Um, are you at the point where you could start Alex Collins yet? <laughs> um he's impressing me more uh you know the fumbles don't
1: see you know he's kind of corrected those it seems like a little bit uh and apparently he does irish dance um i don't know if you saw the feature on him i mean apparently i think he started last year but there was this feature on cbs where he was like you know helping a, a bullied kid because he does irish dance and i don't know collins might be uh you know the fleet footedness might have an actual source this time so <laughs> I, I did not see this
2: one I gotta check that yeah. out
1: yeah it's yeah, Gula. It. It's it's a pretty good special. You know, you they show him doing it with the high stepping and everything. Maybe maybe I guess that that transitions well to football. I don't know. <laughs> <All
2: right. laughs> I mean, remember when I asked if you could start him? It is about six teams on by. Right. I, mean, I have Collins at thirty fourth at running back, but um, uh, he's I, he's playable. Yeah, I,
1: I think Allen's better though.
2: Yeah. Um. Just because, you know, another one of those, bad, you know,
1: those defensive lines could be a bad mismatch for Baltimore, screen passes, whatever. Allen, Allen, Allen will be involved. PPR, he's a better player, definitely.
2: Right. So. Um, Vikings-Browns, 9.30 a.m. kick on Sunday. Don't forget, they're in London. Stefan hmm. Diggs traveled with the team. It sounds like, uh, I think Mike Zimmer said Wednesday, that he's got a good chance. That was the, that was the, the quote I saw um, nice. to play, which is kind of nice. Uh, Miles Garrett in the concussion protocol, which is very, very bad for the Browns. Uh, Not not that things aren't bad for the Browns otherwise, but I mean, I actually kind of thought they could make a game of this. It's weird because their defense is not bad as long as the injuries are bad. I don't know what the defensive backfield looks like at the moment. But um, I I kind of don't think they can make a game, without Garrett, is a lot less chance of that.
1: Yeah, I mean, he 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 makes everything go. I would think, and uh, yeah, it, it seems like you know Jamar Taylor questionable, Jason McCourty questionable. Yeah, de- 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 some depth issues there, and and otherwise not many playmakers. So uh, yeah, I, I think you got to give it a go for the you know the top Vikings guys, especially you know Rudolph. I think should feast especially.
2: Yeah, and um, that uh. You know, with the with the defensive backs, I mean, you can get digs, and Thielen's still getting tons of targets. Right, um, Latavius Murray. Remember, everybody. Last three mm-hmm. weeks. I know last week was the big one, but last three games since Cook got hurt, twelve carries, fifteen carries, eighteen carries. This And mm-hmm. this would seem to be a game, if you think the Vikings are going to win big, like I said, I think the Browns could keep it close if Garrett plays, but if you think the Vikings are going to win big and score some points, Murray would seem to be a, a pretty logical beneficiary of that. Yeah, game flow seems to make sense for him.
1: Uh, he's probably the better non-PPR play. Uh, PPR, he's still going to go with McKinnon. Um but yeah, I think I think I think this sets up well for Murray to kind of at least have those double digit uh, carries again. All
2: right, um, and on the other side of the ball, eh, there's just nothing happening. <laughs> who's who's playing quarterback now? Bernie Kosar, right? Or... <laughs> it's, it's your Notre Dame guy again. <laughs> I know, I know. I my, my my turnover happy Notre Dame guy. He's in. He's out. He's in. He's out.
1: Uh, uh, hey. he's in again. Yeah. in. He's, again. He, he's no Brandon Wimbush, so you know.
2: <laughs> um, Falcons <laughs> Jets. Um. So it's funny. I, I was doing some. My picks this week, and I looked and I went. I mean, it's the Falcons. They'll get better, right? Maybe. What are we? What's going on? Is this going to happen here or not? I mean, we're we're, we're seven weeks in, and now, you know, I have said before my my biggest flaw as a fantasy player in football. Is that I can be stubborn because I played baseball longer <laughs> than football, and baseball you can be stubborn and wait for the guys to turn things around. In football here, I mean, right. like, you know, we're seven weeks in, and the Falcons are not really doing a lot on offense.
1: No, football's different. I mean, so many more factors go into to player performance, and I think you know as Mario Puig in his film review articles noted a couple times. You know, Steve Sarkeesian still thinks he's coaching in college. Uh, you know, the, the, he's treating Julio Jones almost like a decoy. Uh, even though, even though last week he got his touchdown finally. Yeah. Um, but that was, you know, garbage time, whatever. So, still counts for fantasy. Um, but yeah, there's, there's something really off about this whole setup right now. Um, you know, even Freeman and Coleman aren't really, you know, pushing to be the elite, the elite tandem that they have been. It's, there's, 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 some, there's some mechanical stuff that I'm a little bit concerned about.
2: Uh, I agree. Uh, I also, I'm seeing people rank Tevin Coleman way too high this week. I mean, he's some some weeks. He's lucky to get 10 touches. You can't have him mm-hmm. as a, even in a bye week He can't be a top 20 running back.
1: I don't think so. I, the workload just really doesn't justify it. I mean, I think the jets are a pretty decent PPR defense to allow points for running backs. That's probably what bumps him up, but yeah, it's, you know, when he's struggling to get those double digits, you know, and when this offense is playing the way it is, I don't know. Top 30. Definitely. I don't know. Maybe I'm nitpicking, but I, I see the, the the flex case every week for Coleman, even with these issues because he's so talented. But yeah, it, it, the floor is lower than it used to be.
2: All right. On the other side, uh, I feel like we're forgetting about Matt Forte a little bit. Last two weeks, mm-hmm. 17 touches and 12 touches for Matt Forte. So we're yeah. we're back. Uh, I mean, to a point anyway. I mean, there's still a three headed right. answer to a point. McGuire's kind of getting buried now that Forte and Powell are both healthy. But Forte's getting his, and and while we might not think the quality of those touches will be high in, in a, in a week with six by guy teams volume matters.
1: Yeah, I think so. Um, it's weird because, you know, Forte probably been the worst pass blocker of the three this year. Right. So I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I guess that that means that's why Powell and, you know, to a lesser set McGuire still someone on those, you know, um, passing downs. But yeah, I mean, as long as the, the jets are competing, you know, still they're going to go with the guy who's been there more before, I think. So, Okay. Yeah, it's it, I was still kind of maybe hang on to McGuire in deeper leagues. I don't know. Maybe your cutoff points a little bit wary. But, uh, yeah, it's 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 looking like Forte show with Powell as the PPR sprinkle.
2: Right. OK. Um, Panthers Bucks. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I, another one who's getting ranked. Too, I mean, again, I hate to beat the <laughs> Christian McCaffrey dead horse. But in, <laughs> stand, in standard, you, uh, even in a in a week like this, I find it very difficult to start this guy.
1: Yeah, well, this week is, you know, his his work, as you said, is never based on, you know, actual running back running. Uh, it, it's, you know, it's based on his usual, you know, going out for passes. I, I do think this is a great week against the secondary for everyone in Carolina, just about, you know, there's potential for everybody to succeed. I think Benjamin and Funches are going to be real matchup problems again. And, you know, then you figure Cam Newton on the road, you know, there, there may be, there may be some trap issues there, but... I mean, this matchup is too juicy not to go with these guys.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I have them both top twenty-four. The receivers. Yeah. Um. Also, in this game, uh, the Panthers hoping to get some players back. Um. They're hoping right. Ryan Khalil can go and Trey Turner and and you know the the line, so it won't be a disaster again. Um. Mm-hmm. Like like you know, with, with guys getting hurt like last week. Who else? Kirk Coleman back. There's one other one that I should know since I live here and everything. Uh- but Luke's, there he yes, I was just saying Luke, he's out a concussion protocol. I think right. He's so still, as of he still season, he's still in. Still in it. The coach said he's trending toward playing. Right. Even though it's, he has not been officially cleared. That makes sense. Okay. Um, Buck side. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is the is the maybe. Okay, I got one for you. After last week,
3: <laughs>
2: are you are, if you had still own OJ Howard? You mm. know, before last week, which a lot of people didn't. Are you like, all right, here we go. I'm not. <laughs> well, I'm definitely not in DFS, you know, you ever chase that type of
1: production the week after. Uh, I, I don't know. Um, you know, you figure that it would be in the block more last week against the Bills. Um, you know, Carolina maybe gives a little, little more need for him to stay in as well, because that 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 offensive line matching up against this defensive line seems like a, a mismatch. Uh, I don't know. against tight ends. I mean, I, I don't think they're, they're the best matchup this, this year. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean much, you know, overall if it. If Howard is going to be involved, but his touchdowns, I think both came on broken coverage last week. So I don't know. I think Carolina is a little bit less likely to give that up to, to, to someone like him on, on broken stuff like that.
2: Got it. Okay. And I still, and Brate is still with yeah. the last three, Brate, the last three games, targets nine, eight, nine. I and mean, Jameis loves yeah. to that guy. Yeah, so. he
1: does. I, I think this might be a D-Jax game again. I don't know. Might, maybe we'll switch back to that this time.
2: <laughs> okay. um, 49ers and Eagles. So I'm looking at this game, and, I mean, the Eagles lost uh, <clears throat> their left tackle and one of their linebackers for the season. They played Monday night in a game, you know, a, a, a divisional game that was a pretty, you know, I mean, they had to be flying high, ha-ha pun, Eagle, on <laughs> after that one. I, mm-hmm. Is Is there – I mean, the Forty ers have lost. Last <coughs> week was different. All their road games so far actually have been very close. They've, they've, Which is they've weird. Lost five, out of the seven games, they lost by twenty to Carolina early. They got blown out by the Cowboys last week, and the five games in the middle were all very close. I know the three road games were all within a field goal. I, I feel. Hmm. I feel like I'm seeing a letdown potential i'm certainly not laying 13 (laughs) points with the eagles
1: here well i mean we we said that last week too with the trap game possibly with the cowboys and that that didn't work out so well (laughs) um i don't know they they might get Ruben foster back this week that that could show up the middle of that defense um i think i said that last week too and he didn't end up playing um but that would still be a, a big addition um yeah i don't know the eagles the eagles seem to be even more precise than the Cowboys. Um, although maybe I shouldn't say precise because they have a lot of deep plays that have really worked in their favor this year. Mm -hmm. You know, Wentz has kind of extended some broken down plays. And, you know, um, I don't know. Those quarterbacks are terrible, though. I think I trust Wentz to overcome any notion of a trap game here. Uh, Maybe defensively, who knows? But still, I don't know. CJ Beathard. (laughs) Yeah, I
2: I, I don't know. Maybe it's more. I don't know about a trap. It's just that it's. It, it, I, I wonder if it's just hard for the not looking past these guys, but I wonder how hard after playing on Monday, how hard it would be for the, and, and losing those guys, how hard it would be for the Eagles to get up. That
1: uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, the Peters and Hicks injuries are pretty big. I will and say a, that. And so. a short
2: week, I know they're still home, but I don't know. That, that's why I'm just I mean, I think they'll win. I just don't think it's going to be, you know, I, I see things like, oh, the Eagles are going to win 35 to 7. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. I, this, you know, this this is mm. the NFL, and things like this happened, and th- this this seems to have the setup for a game that's a little closer than maybe we might think. I
1: don't, I don't rule that out. I just the the, the trenches matchup with the, with the Niners on offense is pretty disgusting. Yeah,
3: it's
1: true. <laughs> So I don't know. Maybe, maybe you're right about the, the the injuries. I mean, Peters that could be an interesting one for the run game for sure. Uh, and Hicks was good, but I think they have enough depth at linebacker to survive. So all
2: right. Um. Otherwise, in here. I wonder if Smallwood's the type of guy who, in a bye week, mm-hmm. you could sneak in there. He had 10 touches uh, last game mm-hmm. coming back. I, so. I think so. Um,
1: yeah, you know, the, the, like I said, the Peters injury, maybe they 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 had to do a little bit more getting him in space type of thing. And, you know, the Clement-Barner stuff is more of the third running back, I think, now that he's back. So, yeah, Smallwood's not a bad flex option for sure.
2: All right. Are, are we finally in Nelson Aguilar's camp here? Oh, I, I have been. <laughs> I just, I'm surprised Jeffrey didn't do anything with that matchup. Uh, that Josh
1: Norman wasn't active last week. Um, yeah, I mean, Aguilar in the slot seems to be one of uh, one of Carson Wentz's first looks, besides right. Zach Ertz. So,
2: yeah, I like it. And they
1: should give Matt Collins more playing time, because that was a pretty uh, deep play last
2: last week. Okay, um, I'm checking out the Josh Norman status, by the way. Right now, yeah. Josh Norman... Well, we can get that for later, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he can... Um... I, I know we do for later, but it just should be nearing. He ret- He's at practice this week, but he's looking uh, yeah. so far.
3: Okay. Yeah.
2: Um. Just made me think about the Redskins. You're right. Right. Otherwise, right. in this game, Niners. Uh, I mean, Carlos Hyde. If you have him, you're playing him. Garcon. If you have him, you're probably playing him. Mm-hmm. Everybody else. I'm not abandoning my pal George Kittle. <laughs>
1: um, um, Marquise Goodwin had a nice busy week again. Yes. So th- th- there's there's some deep you know deep passing there. I just don't know if uh, if Beth is going to be able to do it consistently. So I
2: have, I have Goodwin. 34th at wide receiver, which uh-huh. is not, you know, not buried, not unplayable. No.
1: Right. Exactly.
2: Um, Bears and Saints. So the Saints hmm. are actually kind of good. Go figure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that, that defense is really underrated, man. I think people are finally starting to realize that. Um, however, they've been given up almost five yards a uh, carry on the ground. So True. Um, um, Jordan Howard owners probably should not fear. Uh, I mean, there's nothing else to speak of in the well, Bears' offense except Tariq Cohen, but he doesn't get the ball. Last week, what he only had that right. one reception. Yeah, that that that, that long ass reception. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I know they only they ran a, a limited number of plays, but he literally did not carry the ball. Right.
1: So oh, that that that's the best way to use him, maybe in a lot of cases. I guess. <laughs> um, I don't know. Um, you know, Donchell Edman is a, is an interesting pickup. Probably not enough to to make me go wow. Right. Um, and, and you know these these cornerbacks just you know. They've been playing awesome, Latimore and Crowley. That's people going to start should start talking more about these guys.
2: Yeah, the same. I mean, all, all the last few years of stocking up on the defense in the draft finally seems to be working a little bit. Yeah,
1: um, um, but 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 Kendall Wright might be matching up with Kenny Vaccaro in the slot. That could be a sneaky little, really really deep league source of, of value there.
2: I like that one. So,
1: okay.
2: um, other side of the ball, uh, stop mm-hmm. asking us about stop asking me about Willie Sneed. <laughs>
1: Sorry, man. I, I I know I I called you at
2: three a.m. last night, but <laughs> he, he was kind of good last year. But people say, you know, hey, could he be a a wide receiver too? Like, I I wouldn't have ever thought Gee. he'd be a wide receiver too before he it was it was, was out for three weeks. Oh, uh, I mean,
1: I, P, PPR you gotta kind of have to like him, but I don't know. Ted Ginn seems to be taking advantage of his absence. I think that's going to stick for a bit.
2: He sure is. Ted Ted Ginn is absolute. Ted Ginn's a top thirty this week. I would say so. i not, I don't feel the best about any
1: confidence that Ted Ginn, but I think he's, he's earned it. Um, right. <laughs> you know, Col- Colby Fleeter's a non-factor. Brandon Coleman just happens to only score touchdowns. Uh, you know, not much involvement otherwise. And I don't know. It's, it's just, you know, the usual crapshoot otherwise at the saints,
2: you know, uh, I've got two running backs, two saints running backs in my top 20. I have Kamara at 17. Mm-hmm. So he, yeah. he, he gets it enough. He he's double digit touches in a week like this. Plus, as, we, as I keep saying, we keep saying he passes the eye test. Yeah. The, the Saints are finally
1: doing the, the running attack that I've been worried about for like three years
2: right. <laughs> for, Drew, for drafting Drew Brees. So. Yep. <laughs> um, Chargers-Pats. It, I, if this was a four o'clock game, I, I know, I know I don't, it's not just narrative with the one o'clock kick for the West Coast teams. It's hard. I wish it was a later game, but I still think the Chargers can pull this off. I don't
1: know if I would. I don't think I would give the points in this one right. for New England. Um, I, it, the Chargers. I mean, we talked about you know the the, the fun campaign of them possibly going the, the distance, going to go into the playoffs again. Um, that's a talented team. Great de- the defensive. You know the cornerback plays great. Uh, you know the Bosa Ingram pass rush is good. Uh, you know, just it, it, I don't know. It, it's a lot to overcome. Right. But like like you said, I, th- I think it's definitely going to be closer because the Chargers, you know, if it, if they know nothing, it's it's not not playing close games, I guess.
2: <laughs> are, are you confident enough? Again, context, blah blah blah. Right? Are you confident enough in Deion Lewis to say I want to roll with him? This
1: <sighs> well, the um, bye weeks I have to in one week for buys, and one week we start like four wide receivers and three running backs plus two flex. So he's he yeah. plays there for sure. Um, those are the only place I have him. I think. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to be always an RB two for sure, because you never know. This could be a Gillisley game again. <laughs> the Chargers are, you know, per, they're pretty weak against the run, if I'm not mistaken. You know, so that's that's a. Gillis
2: Gillisley's a case rem- snap count was way down last week. Yeah, right? yeah, but 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 that was last week. I, know. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I see the logic for
1: Lewis is probably the Lewis is the number one back right now. I will say that with White second, probably. Uh, yeah. I mean, top flex for sure.
2: Lewis. So I'll stick with that. Just, have, just, just for just the security. I have him 21st at running back. All right. The, See, the, that's the, the choice I had in a PPR league, actually it's, it's a two running back, two receiver and a flex. Mm-hmm. And my choice and, and my dilemma was Lewis and Javoris Allen. And I took Allen. I think that's right. Yeah. So it was close. I mean, I literally have them yeah. next to each other with Allen one slot ahead. Well, but it because right. it's a PPR, and, and Lewis, Lewis is not. Even though he has that ability, he's not catching a bunch of passes.
1: I know it's so. They just they want to keep him, you know, between the tackles. I mean, I guess. I mean, Lewis's ball security, I guess. I guess, is a little better than Gillis's right now. So, right. I get it.
2: Um, On the other side of this one, I mean, Melvin Gordon obviously playing. If you have him, same with Keenan it, Allen. Same with it, he's questionable, but I, I think he's going right. Right, Gordon. It's, I would think. I yeah, so yes. Yeah, um, let's see. So, Keenan uh, Rivers, do you want to play Rivers in this spot? I think I would. Um, the stats say you know, so. Certainly. I think. I think the Falcons'
1: shortcomings last week were more the Falcons' own than the Patriots actually improving that much. Even though there's the potential they could do better from forward, but I mean, I'll I'll bet on Rivers just for the volume that think, I think is going to happen here.
2: Okay. Um, let's see anybody else that, here. Um, the other receivers. I mean, no more Tyrell Williams. Uh, Hunter Henry's probably fine here. Yeah, Um, you know, I mean, roll with your Pats pats receivers, even though even though those Chargers corners have been playing well. I I think you have to. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Cooks Cooks and Hogan, you have to do it. All right. Everybody buying tickets can be complicated and confusing. but There's a better way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every game all season long. Whether you're planning a day out with friends, searching for a last-minute deal, or buying a gift for a loved one, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. Nothing beats being there in person for the biggest plays of the year, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I've got the SeatGeek app on my phone. It's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. Tim's actually going to use it. Can you use SeatGeek for Arizona Fall League? Can you, can you do it? I, I've done it
1: before. Um, no. You know, and you know, I just stayed an extra day on Sunday
2: for the you know for
1: for the for the baseball HQ trip uh, every weekend in that November weekend. I mean, yeah, I just got you know download the the tickets. To I think it was uh, the Cubs game, which is I love going to Mesa. It's a like, it's a fun park to go to down there because it's got the Wrigley Field accents. So I might try to go there if I stay a little bit on
2: Sunday. So uh, we'll see. Yes, yeah, so Tim Tim's going to first pitch Arizona Fancy Baseball um, next am, Thursday. Yeah. Uh, that's where he and I met and I, I've only been there once. I would, it's every year. I'd love to go (sighs) on and it just doesn't, you know, football doesn't help. You Uh, got to come back. And and (laughs) I remember that we were down there. You know, the first couple of days we went to games and, you know, we're in Phoenix and all right. Oh, we're going over here and it's 15 minutes here and 15 minutes there. And then we went Mm -hmm. to that All-Star game, which was in Surprise. Um, Yeah. Are we we going to the Grand Canyon? What's going on? Thankfully, it's in the Salt River Field, Scottsdale now. So you can go out afterwards
1: and have fun and stuff like that. Scottsdale is actually not a bad place to party. So I've heard that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. We didn't get to Scottsdale while I was there. I don't know why. I think it was like a party night in Erickson's or something. Nah. When, you know, funny story. Yeah. That, was, that was when I met everybody. And, and during the day, the first day, they're like, do you play poker? I'm like, well, I mean, you know, I play with poker. Sure, I can play poker. I walk in and they've got the World Series of Poker on the radio. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, I'm in a weird place here. <laughs> nah. so like, well, what's going on? Well, they, they, they real, The Sharks reeled you in, I guess. Yeah. I, I, it wasn't a bad, bad loss because I got lucky cards. But, you know, yeah. Yeah, oh. I, I was clearly overmatched. When I get in there, no, it's
1: it, it's a it's a awakening experience playing poker with Jeff for sure. Uh, I, I I I'm usually a donkey,
2: so you know. Jeff, Joshi and Jason Gray, like all those guys, I'm like, yeah, okay, this is not you know this this is not my level of poker. There's a lot of brain power in that room. Uh, that's true. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, um, so you can use the CC cap on your phone and it's by far like I said easiest way to shop for tickets A few taps you got what you need SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals and to get you the most bang for your buck SeatGeek creates every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats to fit your budget it doesn't end with sports SeatGeek also has plenty of concert comedy and theater tickets available too and best of all new users get $20 off their first purchase just download the SeatGeek app enter promo code ROTO NFL today that's promo code ROTO NFL for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase see it live with C-Geek. right Seat right now. Right from your phone. Thanks, ct All right, Raiders, Bills. So the Raiders going to come back to earth this week? <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, riding high off the division win, I guess. You know, it was a good, good
1: matchup for the passing game to work, and Amari Cooper. I, you know, not to be humble, but I did say this. might that might have been the Cooper breakout, and you know, I'm dusting off my shoulder right now for my one victory on the year. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. This, it's a tough one. I mean, the Bills. You know, they have some playmakers there. Um, but, you know, this is, it's an offense where you can, you know, rely on kind of after-the-catch stuff, so I think that could really help them. Um, it might be Michael Crabtree instead of Cooper this week, though, because he might have the more favorite, favorable matchup with Therese Wright. So.
2: Okay. Um, which Raider running back Ugh. would you rather play? Um, is there like a pass option uh, <laughs> I, I think Richard just because he's a better
1: playmaker I think Washington Washington, Washington will luck into a touchdown if nothing else you know the goal line ish type guy but then you know Elijah Hood is probably going to be active and he's got some size to him so yeah I think I think Richard because he's the more unique of the three he does the, the, the singular you know
2: reception skills kind of separate him a little bit uh, Elijah Hood from Charlotte Catholic High School a little shout out there you to go. local down here yep there you uh, go. All right, other side of that one. Okay, so deep sleeper wide receiver Deontay Thompson. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs>
1: I, it, there's, there's, there's so many factors with this, this Bills passing game. I mean, you know, when you have Matthews, who another week healed from his hand, maybe he steps up a little bit more. You know, if Zay Jones can only catch targets, yeah, uh, <laughs> you never know. There, Andre Holmes always kind half
2: of them. Zay Jones.
1: Yeah, I thought it was less than that. Maybe, maybe it's catchable ones less no, than I, half. I
2: mean, if he only caught half of them, he'd be fine. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then you have Andre Holmes sneaks in here and there for
1: a big play. I don't know. Uh, t- but it is cool to see Thompson happy to play for a real
2: quarterback or a real passing attack, I should say. Right. Well, um, yeah, he was four for 107 on four targets yep. last week. I mean, someone's mm-hmm. got to catch the ball there. We think. But who, didn't they play the Bucks last week? Uh, they did, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, Colts Bengals certainly looks to be a blowout. Certainly looks to be a week if you're ever going to play Andy Dalton. um, This yep. would be it. If you if you have him, this is why you have them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> will Mixon? Do you think Mixon's going to get loaded up after his <sighs> bitching and moaning last week?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, for for the whining, you know, it shouldn't be rewarded. Now, if Marvin Lewis, I think Marvin Lewis will be dumb enough not to reward it. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know. I, I still we, we still like him as a, you know on the field we still like his matchup for sure. It's Just Gio Bernard kind of kind of remains in the picture for me. I don't know. Um, makes it's probably a, a maybe a high two this week though with all the buys anyway. So oh,
2: I've got um, him. Let's see. Do I have him as a high two or a low one? I've got him at eleven.
1: All right. Yeah. I mean, you know, that, that that's with a little bit of faith that, you know, he will do something. And I think matchup-based, he might only have to do things on 15 touches, so. Right. Uh.
2: Okay. um, Let's see. Other side of that one, uh, T.Y. Hilton, please. Oh, Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Please come back, Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. This is just brutal with the T.Y. Hilton thing. Jack yeah. Doyle is still getting tons of, I mean, all mm-hmm. the volume he can handle. Yeah. I just wish
1: Dante Moncrief could get more involved somehow. He, you know, got a lot of talent there. They they found him on a couple of big plays this year, and just don't seem to have the connection, I guess. And you know, and without Andrew Luck, it's not going to happen. But I don't know. I'm I'm hiking Moncrief in a keeper league, yeah, for obvious reasons. But you know, not not the most excited to play him every week.
2: Are you are you stashing Marlon Mack anywhere? Uh, yeah, I, I'm stashing a few places. Uh, this this might be a, a, a Mack
1: before Gore type of game. Okay. Uh, so I, I I could probably pl-
2: I would play Mac over Gore this week for sure. Okay, that's interesting um, because in a bye week you probably one of you know again one of them's playable. So right. But Texan Seahawks I am not fading Deshaun Watson like <sighs> other people seem to be here.
1: Yeah, I, he's a type that can overcome this type of matchup. Uh, you know because he you know makes makes things happen with his legs and stuff so that could add to things. I don't know I, I think it's a top twelve maybe lower end of that. Right. I, I don't know where you have him ranked, but that's about, you know, you, you can't just go all little five touchdowns again automatically or three touchdowns even. But two passing and one rushing, you know, that's within reach, I think. Or I mean, one I, and two, one I, and two rushing. One and one is
2: fine. Right. right? Exactly. You know, that makes him OK. Uh, I have him seventh, actually.
3: So mm.
2: Just because he I mean, the running, it, it is what it is. I mean, yeah, he, he, he does. He he sort of defies the traditional matchup stuff because of the way he plays
3: mm.
1: I think it's more of a Miller Foreman game though I really do just because the Seahawks have been weaker against the run this year okay. a little bit so Hopkins
2: but, what do you do I mean it, it's one of those weird yeah. weeks if you own Hopkins because you sort of you, you can't bench the guy
1: <sighs> yeah Hopkins is just about matchup proof and I think if, if he lines up away from Sherman that that would help him it might be fuller in Sherman this week so
2: okay Any interest- I, would th- I, would, I, would, I would think they move around
1: Hopkins more if right. they can
2: so any interest in a Seahawks running back in mean, the Seahawks backfield even in a week like this do you just say pass
3: uh, oh like god
2: you about the Raiders
1: yeah. <laughs> um you know our CJ pro size love you know yeah. I ended up cutting him in one league this week I felt oh. I almost I cried a bit I shed a tear right I, I needed I needed by by week guys and I didn't think he was gonna be the guy so wide receiver I needed replacements. so yeah uh, god I I hate it um So I'm still hanging out for precise the long term, but I I don't want to play any of these guys, even though Houston's defense without Watt could be gettable, but I think it's gonna be more Wilson and and everyone this week on the passing game.
2: Okay. Uh, Cowboys, Redskins, Um, Mm. Josh Norman. We don't know yet. This would seem to be a shootout. One would think, um, but you know,
1: the Redskins offensive line injuries might come into play here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) That could be, that could be something bad. Um was it Sheriff and Williams I believe or
2: Sheriff I don't know about Yeah, Williams.
1: Yeah it was it was one of the other ones Hang on I'm looking
2: Okay Uh so and, so while yeah, you look okay. um I mean mm-hmm. Rob Kelly came back last week but Chris Thompson seems to be the man here Mhm um, other well, otherwise the, the weird thing the, the big one with the Redskins now Terrell Pryor is n- is not just unproductive anymore he's actually kind of getting buried
1: Yep, Josh Doxson is uh is shoving him out of the way, I think. Yeah, this is bad. For sure.
2: This is I mean, you yeah. you can't play Terrell Pride. Like in the last few weeks you can say, you know, I we I think we probably talked last Thursday. I don't know. <sighs> I I don't have the recording handy, but I we kind of looked and went, I don't know, Pryor's shaky and he's not playing enough. But this week you this week it's more of a <laughs> absolutely not. You can't do it. <sighs> the Cowboys though. <laughs> I, know. I But if he's on the field for half the snaps, it doesn't work. I know, I know. And um you know, yeah, Doxson is making more plays. Uh, this offense seems to fit him better, so. Okay, um, otherwise, let's see. So would you play, the thing is, would you want to play Doxson, though? Because the thing is, he's not clearly the guy. He's just more of the guy than he was.
1: I think Doxson and non-PPR is looking better because he has that red zone presence about him and the big play ability about him, and it's a good week the Cowboys probably are vulnerable to that. Uh, yeah, I, I, he's a he's a low three for me or a mid three maybe. By week like this
0: yeah.
2: i've got let's see i've got doxon at i've got him at 38th and yeah Pierre at 46 so i'm not okay. going there and crowder i don't know what to do with either
1: i thought last week was going to be it for him his his big comeback but reed ended up getting a lot of those and you know the the the, the catch-up mode yeah. so and
2: and and, and uh, look, if Reed's healthy and cousins is thrown to him that's that's <laughs> option one.
1: Oh, for sure so. absolutely
2: um yeah all right, so Thompson's... Got, I mean, the Cowboys, it's all the usual suspects there, so, you know, I mean, you're playing everybody. Mm-hmm. If, who, who would you... Actually, I have a question for you. Yeah, probably, go for it. No, it's not anyone's choice, most likely. Uh-huh. Would you play Dak or Cousins if you had the choice? Oh, God. <laughs> um, Norman's status would, would affect that for me. If,
1: if Norman plays, I think i got to go with Cousins. If if not Norman, I'd probably go with Dak, to be honest. All
2: right, I've had Dak ahead. I, I you know the running ability factors in here. A bit. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see. Steelers-Lions... Not mm. a shootout here. No, I don't think so. I'm, I'm not afraid of Ben on the road as much. I don't love, I don't hate him. I don't love him. He's just kind of, where do I have him? i 16th. So is what it is. Mm. Um, I mean, you're playing your two usual steals. People are asking me about Juju and I don't want anything to do with that this week. <laughs> His Twitter's funny, if nothing else. Oh, it's
1: great. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, there's some, there's some truth to that, but then they, they put Eli Rogers on the field a lot too. Right. And you know Martavis, you know being benched or whatever, you know they, they, the man. If they don't trade him, they're kind of wasting something a little bit. They they could they could probably use improvement in some areas. Right. I don't know. It's it's weird. I mean, at this point, you could plug in anybody for him in the grand scheme.
2: Like let him go be someone else's headache. I think. Right. Exactly. Um, interesting one about the Lions. I know the Steeler defense is good. Mm-hmm. Um, Golden Tate's out, right? Right. Marvin Jones was a busy man the last game he played before the bye, everybody. Yes, he was. Yeah. So, Marvin Jones, let's just check the numbers real quick. Um, 11 targets, six for 96, and a touchdown at New Orleans. Now, that was a catch up game, remember? They were getting the crap kicked out (laughs) of them.
1: The definition of a catch up game. (laughs)
2: Yeah. But Marvin Jones was, you know, Marvin Jones is playable again. For sure. Going with this. Third wide receiver, at least. Yeah. Yeah. I have Marvin Jones at 24. Look at that. Uh, Yeah. So we're, we're, we're in sync with these
1: too much. I think right. we, we agree too much. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, actually, Marvin Jones, the guys I have him directly ahead of are T Y Kenny Stills and Ted Ginn. Yeah,
1: it's about right. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, the Kenny Galladay love people are like saying, oh, he's finally back in. I'm like, eh, they, they like Aberderis. They like TJ Jones too much.
2: I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't trust Kenny Galladay to get more than four targets in this game. Right, and and if one may happen to be a deep play, that connects, right. I, guess, I guess, so. All right, Broncos-Chiefs is the last one. Um, yeah. The the Broncos offense is a dumpster fire at the moment. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really bad. Um, with with Demarius Thomas, look, I know the Chiefs are, are beatable through the air, as we saw last week, mm-hmm. but Trevor Simi only has one option. <laughs> so, so what gives here? Uh, Benny Fowler's not a bad dice roll. Um I don't know. It's
1: you know that the tight ends you can't pick one for fantasy ever. Right. Um, I, I, as much as I like Derby, and you know Jake Butt might be coming back, so that's throws another wrench into that. Yeah, Demarius, you know he might get the targets, but they might not. It's probably to be like fifty percent connecting, if nothing right. else, with, with, with Peters. Get Devontae Booker more involved in the passing game. Hmm. Get Charles. I, I like the way Booker
2: moves, man. After the catch. Yeah. Like I mean, last year, I thought last year we thought that was going to happen, and it just didn't. Yeah, I don't know Charles. I mean, Charles looks okay, but I don't know. That doesn't seem to be as much game breaking
1: ability as usual.
2: Um, C- I don't know. CJ Anderson owners are looking at a 4.7 yards per carry allowed by yes. the Should
1: they be excited?
2: Yes, I think so. Um, yeah,
1: Anderson's a strong two. I think this week.
2: They they last week they threatened to get Jamal Charles more involved and they kind of didn't. Right. I mean, do you think they, are, are you, if you own CJ Anderson, are, are you afraid of that this week? Or are you kind of like, yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> the Jamal
1: Charles revenge game narrative too. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: I, I still think
1: Anderson is the better pace back. Um, I, I think they can, you know, people might be sacking the box though because of the lack of receiving targets. I don't know that the chiefs second level, it might not matter. So if you can get past that initial good, you know, defensive line and pass rush, I think you can have success running against them as, as many teams have had. So I think, no, I, I'd start Anderson either way. I think, I think it's a game where they'd want to keep Smith and Hill and, and hunt off the
2: field more so. Okay. And what, what about Hill? Is, is this uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I mean, as good as he's been, this is always the nightmare matchup for a wide receiver. Yeah. I don't know. It
1: seems like if, if like, if Talib is is matching up with him, I think he might be able to use his speed to get around him a little bit better. I know it's tough because to leave is great, but you know it's a physical matchup that could favor Hill because of his speed. And in the slot, I think Harris could take him. I don't know. Uh, it's it definitely it's, depends how they use him. I think I'd still play Hill uh, just because I don't know. Th- there's enough here. I think Kelsey's a strong, strong start either way. Um, tight end wise, Broncos have given up a little bit of points against them, but it, I, I can't bench Hill, especially on a, sh- a week with so few options like this one.
2: Okay. You know. So if you have. If, if you've been riding the Alex Smith wave, are you fading him this week in season one? Uh, relative. I think he's like a top seven quarterback, maybe. Right. I, I still think he's in
1: that range because um, the Chiefs don't have creative things. Like, you know, they can go to D'Anthony Thomas here and there. And, you know, if if a Robinson actually shows up to be something, maybe they can get him in, involved somehow. Um, you know, hunting the passing game is going to help, too. Right.
2: So, OK, you know. All right. That's it. It was, an, it was an expedited version of the podcast today, I think.
1: Yeah, even with some baseball tangents. Even
2: with some baseball. They weren't extended. Uh, but you see, if it was the Yankees, it would have been 10 minutes longer for us. Right. We, we would have made people hate us if that were the case. If, if they don't already hate us just for being Yankees fans, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, listeners to our podcast. Get a free 10-day RotoWire trial at rotowire.com slash pod. No credit card needed. That lets you check out nearly all the features on the site. Go try it now, rotowire.com slash pod. What else are you up to other than your uh, your your noon Eastern facebook live chat on sunday
1: uh it's actually balancing the baseball prep for that event i keep, keep going back to that but it's been you know nice you know time of year november you don't expect to be juggling baseball but you know starting rankings and stuff like that um definitely in, you know, invades football territory um you know just doing the social media stuff just you know sharing a lot of things uh i was just on the fantasy network with uh, gary and thorn yesterday on his uh, youtube show great show the rotation by the way if you guys check that out um, I shared the YouTube link on my Twitter if you want to check that out and watch a little bit, little bit of week eight sleeper type stuff. Um, you know, a couple of the things. Uh, yeah, uh, I got my New Orleans ESPN New Orleans radio show this afternoon at 3.30 Eastern. Uh, you can fire away questions there for me. Uh, and you, if you want to call in, there's a number on the website. So, yeah, just mixing baseball with football. Mixing baseball seems to get
2: earlier every year. Favorite <laughs> 2018 baseball sleeper. I'm I'm not even that far yet. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Um, Raul Modesty
1: Jr. looks pretty good right now. Interesting. All right. I'm scribbling that down. Stolen bases, man.
2: exactly. Pile (laughs) up, pile up. (laughs) All right, everybody, uh, keep the reviews and ratings coming for this podcast. We really appreciate them. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Roto-Wire Fantasy Football Podcast. Our next episode is going to be coming on Friday. It'll be in the afternoon. Derek Van Riper and I will wrap up all the news, injury report, all that stuff. And we will talk about uh, tonight's Ravens-Dolphins game. I hope it's worth talking about. It doesn't sound like uh, but I hope it's worth it. Well, <laughs> maybe Miami will break through. That'll be the fun part. Matt Moore. It'll be Matt Moore's day. Hey, one of the best backup QBs in the league. I People got to stop dogging him. I agree 100%. All right. That's all for today. For Tim Heaney, I'm John Halpin. See you next time.
3: mypatriotsupply.com